bit dizzy when they look down from this height, he said, with a French accent coloring his English. I have been coming up here since I was a child, and it doesn't bother me any more. If you look over there, you can see the Seine River, he said, pointing to the curling river, its banks lined with trees. I love Paris. Is it not beautiful? Still feeling embarrassed, Marcy nodded. Pointing to a large domed building, she asked, What is that building over there with the big white dome? Ah, that is Le Sacré-Cœur, the Sacred Heart Church. It was built centuries ago. He moved closer to her as he spoke. At night when it is illuminated, it is breathtaking. If you are going to be in Paris for a while, perhaps you will see it. He gazed intently down at her. Are you staying in Paris very long? She turned away and looked at the dome of the church glistening in the sun. He made her nervous standing so close. His masculinity was almost overpowering. She moved away a little. <clears throat> I'm afraid not, she said, clearing her throat. I'm leaving for Metz this afternoon. My family owns land there. Perhaps I'll see it another time. I will be coming back through Paris when I leave. What a coincidence. I live near Metz also, he informed her. Will you be staying in Metz very long? Perhaps we may see one another again. One never knows. I will only be there a few days, she said, avoiding his eyes. She wished he would stop staring at her. It made her uncomfortable. And she'd never felt so attracted to a man before. She glanced at his left hand. He wasn't wearing a wedding ring, but she didn't know if it was a custom in France. You are an American, are you not? He asked. He seemed to sense he was making her uncomfortable, and he took a step back. Yes, in a way. I was raised in America, but I was born in France. My mother is French. I thought you were different from the average tourist, he said, smiling. Would you let me treat you to lunch? I know a very good restaurant. Right over there, he said, pointing to the south side of the city. She smiled nervously. No, thank you. Her mother had warned her about the handsome Frenchman, and she was not about to be picked up by one, even one so handsome. Thanks for the guided tour. I have to be going now. It was my pleasure. Smiling, he reached for her hand and raised it to his lips. She couldn't resist looking into his eyes. They were a dark, luminous brown, and she felt herself sinking into them. Paris will be empty without you, he said solemnly. She withdrew her hand, but had to struggle to pull her eyes away from his. Goodbye, she said, moving towards the elevator. It was nice talking to you. She hurried into the elevator before he could say anything else. As the doors closed, she saw him watching her. She didn't know why she felt drawn to this man. His wavy brown hair and trimmed mustache made him the perfect picture of a dashing foreigner, but that was no excuse. On her way down, watching through the metal grill of the elevator cage, she enjoyed seeing the city grow larger as she descended. This was so much more exciting than her life back in Springfield. None of the men back home flirted so outrageously. The men she knew were all hopelessly old-fashioned. As the grounds grew nearer, she decided that Paris was indeed lovely in the springtime, just like the song said. The streets were lined with trees and brightly colored spring flowers. The sidewalk cafes made quaint areas of rest along the busy city streets. The elevator doors opened, and she immersed in the bustling crowds. Yes, she would definitely enjoy returning to Paris. She felt a strong bond with this city. Even when her mother never talked much about her life in France, 
She often mentioned how much she had loved visiting Paris. Now Marcy knew why. Riding the train to Metz that afternoon, she thought back to the events that had brought her to France again after so many years. Her mother had been ill for several months now, and although she was recovering, the doctors had advised that she not make such a difficult trip. Since their side of the family should be represented at the reading of Grandfather's will, it had been decided that Marcy should take vacation time and make the trip alone. Neither one of them had been back to her grandfather's castle since Marcy was a little girl, almost eighteen years ago. And what she remembered most were the beautiful gardens, the great bushes trimmed and shaped into fairy-tale creatures, dragons, unicorns, elves, and such. As a child, the gardens had enchanted her. She vaguely remembered that the castle had high ceilings and many staircases. On some occasions, she could remember that Grandfather had needed to carry her up the stairs. She had been very close to her grandfather back then.